0: to the O Word Podcast, the podcast that starts with a word and ends with a story. My name is Omar Ledesma, and I'm here with my co-host, Johnny Ha.
1: My name is Johnny Ha, and happy National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day, everyone. So uh, go on down to your mom and pop business owner shop and shop. Is that good?
0: Yeah, I I should probably clarify (laughs) because they have no idea. I don't want to date the podcast, but Johnny does. So, this is a good compromise, I guess.
1: We'll see what happens.
0: Um, so, this is our first show, dude. You excited?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm a little nervous, but this is just fun. <laughs> it's just this, you talking just to me, so... Yeah, there's, like, no one else here, but I feel like there's a crowd. It's like we're already famous. <laughs> and we have millions listening right now. It's a good way to think about it. Uh... All right, so... What we're going to do on this podcast is we're going to use a random word generator, generate a random word. Then from that word, we're each going to go off our own ways, probably in Google, unless you want to use Bing, your choice. And uh, we're going to try to find stories or articles or just interesting interesting topics that have to do with that word.
0: Right. Start with a word, and with a story.
1: Damn. What a good slogan.
0: Uh, yeah. It's a little misleading. I, f- I feel like the people that are going to download this are like linguists who are like, ooh, words. I love words. It's just going to be two guys talking. About random stuff. That, oh, but so. speaking of random stuff, do you want to tell the audience what our word was?
1: Oh, yeah. So our word was limp. L-I-M-P. Limp. So um, do you want to start or do you want me to?
0: Um, You were telling me that yours. Also, we have no idea what the other person wrote on. Yeah, yeah, uh, right, right, right. So it's yeah. going to be a surprise for everyone today. But uh, you were telling me that yours is a little shorter, so maybe we can start with yours and...
1: Yeah, mine Mine is shorter, finish but... Finish
0: strong with mine.
1: I, okay. All right. I think that's pretty funny. Uh, my girl, Deborah Bruno, wrote this for in the Washingtonian.
0: Well, can you tell me... Okay, tell me the title, <clears> and then <throat> I'm going to ask you how you got to it.
1: All right. Just keep in mind, this was written on December 16th, 2016. So... My article is This is Why Your Pets Need Acupuncture. Really? That's the title. <laughs> you like it? I-,
0: I think that writing on the internet has really killed literature for us.
1: Well, you know, it's like not the most serious. Uh, like, it sounds like a BuzzFeed article. The website's probably like BuzzFeed because, like, Looking at the tabs, the other tabs are trending now. News, normal. The next one's memes. The next one is stonies, whatever stonies is. Um, so go subscribe to the Washingtonian.
0: Don't subscribe to the Washingtonian. Shout out to Deborah.
1: <laughs> Not sponsored yet. <laughs> so yeah, my article is titled "This is why your pet." Wait, you want to ask? I I, I you can want to see, guess. Yeah, yeah. Guess?
0: I'm guessing. How did you get to this? I'm guessing you thought limp, like when your limb goes limp. Right? Limb goes limp. Limb goes limp. Tongue and goes limp. I'm thinking you immediately thought of uh, some kind of like like pressure points or something, right? Like kung fu movie, karate chop to the neck. But
1: that's, and you my, just that's my SMS So, because I, I, I got to think of kung they, fu. Don't, they
0: don't even know what you look like. It's all
1: good. All right. So, honestly, don't really remember how I found it, but uh, I'm pretty sure I just typed in limp and I either use my phone, like the auto-completion thing, and it, I don't know, it probably said limp, solve limp, fix limp, and it just clicked in the news articles, and I found one on uh, acupuncture for pets. So that's different. All right. So <laughs> yeah, I guess
0: we should just jump into it.
1: So uh, you guys can't see, but Omar, I can see here that there's a picture of... Uh, it's like a cartoon picture with a lady with a, a nose that kind of looks like a wart giving a big bulldog a bunch of acupuncture things. So it's already set in the mood for this article. So it just starts off with a dog named Friday. I'm assuming Friday is the dog in that picture. Um, he's a 50-pound American bulldog mix. That sounds pretty big.
0: Well, no, because um, the dog in the picture is an English bulldog. So Man, they're all the same thing, right? I'm a breed elitist. Hey,
1: it's, he's a bulldog mix, so he could have some of that. Whatever,
0: bulldog. I'm just saying the, <laughs> the artwork is not reflective of the breed.
1: Anyway, he's a he bounces into the exam room at Friendship Hospital. So it's a it's a hospital for pets, animals in Northwest DC. Um, mm. The way ra- the way they write this article, like he's really excited. I don't know if it's true.
0: My dog hates the vet. Like I the, think most dogs hate the vet. A,
1: Well, this dog is drooling in anticipation. Oh, oh, of the lamb lung fillets that he's going to get after the procedure.
0: Okay, I can see that. So they're like bribing this dog with... That dog has a better life than I do.
1: (laughs) What is lamb lung
0: fillets? It's a cut of lamb. A fillet cut of lamb.
1: Lamb lung?
0: Look, I'm not a butcher, but... It sounds a lot fancier. You know what I had for lunch today? I had scrambled eggs.
1: But we had lunch together. We had burritos.
0: I'm talking about dinner.
1: The lies began. Still, you don't
0: you don't treat me like that. You buy me a burrito and split it. <laughs> I'm gonna start getting you lamb lung fillets, where that is. Followed by ac- acupuncture, but carry on, dude. Well, he he gets his little snack,
1: and then uh, he just lays down on mat, and then this vet. So I'm not gonna name the vet in case. Uh, any acupuncture haters out there but uh the vet inserts 14 one inch long needles along his back legs and chest that's even a
0: vet though because like acupuncture isn't considered traditional medicine right
1: no i don't think i mean later in the article it says like hey uh acupuncture uh it's kind of hard to find
0: nerves and science and like research
1: saying that it actually works
0: have you ever had acupuncture?
1: No, i do it, though. My parents... So, my parents used to do a thing called fire cupping. Did you ever watch uh, Karate Kid, but, like, the new one?
0: <laughs> Jaden Smith. The Jaden Smith Chan, one? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know where they do the fire cup? Uh, and then, like... So, he, like, breaks his leg. Then Jackie Chan comes in with fire and a cup, and it's like... Gave you a hickey? You good? My parents used to do that.
0: Uh, Well, my parents... Because they watched the old Jackie Chan movie, would clap their hands and then start rubbing them together so they got really hot. And uh,
1: that's all. Everything.
0: No, no, we just didn't have insurance. Oh,
1: so. We had fires and <laughs> cups. You could have came over. We had
0: Vicks vapor rub for everything.
1: Oh, we had something called uh, Eagle oil. It's like it's like Vicks. It's basically it's like this. Green or is it oil. the oil of an eagle? My grandma put that stuff on everything
0: yeah, that's my grandma Vick's paper rub.
1: Like she would break, like hurt something real bad. she'd have a cough. She just put some eagle on eagle oil on it, and she was all good. But uh anyway, back to our boy Friday. So after that they do the uh, long needle poking in his bodies and stuff, he apparently is relieved of the pain in his elbow, shoulder, and leg. Um they say that he loses some of his limp, and regains the stamina to take longer walks. So I, personally, I think he was just hungry. and, he, and the, <laughs> he's the making lump, it to yeah, get the lamb. Yeah, so he just got the lamb for fillets, and he's like, I'm good for a walk. Like, I'm, I'm just gonna go. I'm good now. I'll take 14 needles in my body. Wow. But uh, this stuff is expensive, but apparently a bunch of vets are like getting into it. So they're saying like dogs are doing it. Cats, but it's like a hundred and fifteen dollars per half hour dream <laughs> Okay. So like I don't know about that. This article is saying that animal acupuncture has gone mainstream. I'm not uh, that main. <laughs> maybe in Washington DC, but not here. But even the National Zoo uses it. So like their chief vet, so like the <laughs> boss of the zoo. Is like, hey guys, I'm going to do some uh, acupuncture, poke some needles at some of these animals. He ended up doing it on a lemur and an Andean bear.
0: Is that? No, I'm thinking of, I guess it's a sun bear. Because I'm, I'm thinking it couldn't have been like a huge bear, but. I mean, how? I feel like a
1: bear can't really be small. Like a small <laughs> bear is like still pretty big, right?
0: Well, I mean, I guess. I don't know that's crazy vets are crazy I
1: don't know anything about bears like they're all kind of the same right they can't be that different other than polar bears
0: no I'm pretty sure they're all different
1: no they're about the same but uh so apparently like it works really well for old animals especially because surgery is too risky just kind of like people so they would say like hey let's see if these needles work and a lot of people are saying that it's working to alleviate asthma dermatitis Diarrhea, kidney disease, and even some reproductive problems, which I don't understand exactly what that means.
0: Hey, it's all about the chi of the body. Uh, this, I mean, no offense to anyone who does this, but I, this all feels like mumbo jumbo to me.
1: Yeah, no offense, but this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I don't understand what the reproductive problem part is. Like, like they they can't. They're trying to breed their dogs, and dogs not feeling it. So, like. This, them give them some needles. needles and then that's when they get it on
0: I don't know this feels like the essential oils of dog medicine
1: oh man it's a it's probably like essential oils in those needles cause like don't they have you no know, they, they hit pressure points or something like that I feel like you could just like some massage right you know they use yeah, needles
0: yeah I don't know I I think the big reason that I'm like so against this is because I'm afraid of needles I'm afraid of pointy things so, I personally wouldn't do it. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever bring my dog into a session.
1: Yeah, you know what? If you can't, like, do certain things to your pets because they can't consent, why can't you stab them with needles? Just because you think it's going to be better?
0: Well, I, I think pet owners have a responsibility to do what they think is best. But uh, I can speak. With a voice of authority that poking your dog with needles is not what's best for the dog.
1: Omar is a father, everyone.
0: Yeah, coming from, Johnny, coming from the perspective of a (laughs) a dog owner, something you may never experience, I can say that I would not underput my dog in that.
1: One day I'll experience the, the love and affection a father has for his dog. And then I'll
0: stab my dog with needles probably to heal him. Um, I mean, it makes sense that, like, it's for older dogs who can't have surgery or anything, but
1: I don't know. I guess it's kind of like a shot in the dark. It's like, I mean, nothing else works, Let's see if poking with needles helps. It's so weird, though. How soon till they fire cup dogs?
0: Fire cup. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, (laughs) well, what other traditionally human practices are gonna make it over to our pets.
1: Gonna <laughs> start making dogs do yoga, and drink kombucha. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good for your um gut bacteria if you drink kombucha. But uh, that stuff's nasty. Anyway, back to acupuncture. Yeah, tell me more so, about Friday. Well, that's it's pretty much all we have about Friday. Like Friday's good now, apparently. Well, only
0: um, after his session and his chop. And
1: since since two sixteen, so uh, we'll. See. I don't know how he is now. If uh, anyone out there knows, <laughs> Lime Chop if boy, you're Friday. out Friday. No Friday. Uh, Friday. Sorry, Friday. sorry. Friday. Oh man. <laughs> Friday, if you're out there. Lime <laughs>
0: Chop is a way better name than Friday, but whatever. It's all right.
1: But um, yeah, so acupuncture dates back like four thousand years, and from Chinese doctors, they they tried to do it on horses so trying to do on horses trying to fix them now doing on dog trying to fix them
0: bears it's got to be a different needle though right like it's not the same needles we use
1: no nah, no nah, not well like what needles are you using
0: Sewing <laughs> needles mostly
1: oh nah, so I'm so I'm just gonna, no
0: i don't know but i mean <coughs> that kind of stuff has to be like breed specific right like or not breed but species specific
1: well i have no idea And I don't think these vets have any idea. (laughs) I think they're just winging it. Like, they're just going to their local, like, Hobby Lobby, picking up some sewing needles. Like, this is fine. This is fine. And they're just testing it on these animals. But people say it works. And, like, for example, this Chinese vet medicine acupuncture program, they graduate, like, 440 vets each year. That's a lot. And 320 of them come from the U.S. campus in Florida.
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, if I was a vet who was struggling, and then I found out about this program, and it's like $150 for every hour, yeah, I would get that That's certification true. too.
1: It's one, I think it's like 115 half an hour. So you're making 230 bucks an hour. That's insane. Because like, how expensive are those needles? I hope they're not reusing them. But still, like they're not expensive, even if you replace
0: them. Dude, we should go into business as the fire cup guys. Dude, we should fire a cup.
1: Wow. We just go to a dollar store, pick up some plastic cups, just like wait on the street. Like uh, like there's, there's people that are trying to raise money for fundraisers, but we're trying to raise money to like give people hickeys. We should do it. Yeah. That's a good idea. You think?
0: Yeah. I'm going to drop the business plans for this. I'll right. definitely get back. This is patented idea too, so.
1: Yeah. So no one else take it. Please. But uh, we're going to... We're going to put that to the side because now we got a podcast, baby.
0: In fact, if we don't edit this out of the podcast, it's because the legality of it isn't viable. So we'll just leave it in.
1: No, we're not taking it. We're not taking it. We got to show everyone that we came up with it first. Oh,
0: this is our first documented evidence.
1: Exactly. So um, there's even a, a place in Colorado called the Vet Acupuncture Society, and they certify 115 to 150 vets annually.
0: So this is really, yeah, like it's becoming mainstream.
1: Yeah, apparently. Like, yeah, I didn't believe big... you at
0: first. It sounded like just a couple of freaks in Colorado, but.
1: Yeah, no, this, this article is saying like, it started with Chinese people, but now it's real popular among Westerners. So hippies.
0: now Westerners as in Americans.
1: Yeah, well, let's be real. It's probably like a bunch of hippie vets. Yeah. Is that
0: offensive? I, uh, the term hippie? Yeah, is, is that a, a bad word? Should I not say that? Um, I'm not gonna speak on the politically correctness <laughs> of the word hippie. So the
1: the rest of this article pretty much just talks about more animals that are like really going through it, and uh, acupuncture saves their lives. Like this, uh, there's this cat named Akanya,
0: and it's a. Can I just say these are some of the worst pet names I've heard in a long time.
1: Well, get ready for what the type of cat is. It's a placid tortoise shell cat so what does that even what is that
0: it's uh it's a cat with short hair and it has a turtle shell it's placid soft what's
1: that's placid? that's flaccid oh <laughs> <laughs> this,
0: well that's excuse different. me
1: what's up here having like so is it placid? Pl- soft issues? plastic I don't know. but a- uh, That's
0: why he needs to go to acupuncture because of re- reproductive issues, Johnny.
1: No, no. This cat has arthritis. So the doctor suspects that this cat has arthritis and it has become inactive, which means it's probably going to die soon. But after getting acupuncture twice a month, she returned to normal running around the house. So the pet owner is paying twice a month, it's 230 bucks a month. Assuming they're charging 115 per half hour.
0: But it's not really like a return to normal, right? She's going to have to do this like every month now. I
1: have no idea. I cannot
0: speak for a Kanye and it, her arthritis. It's not a... Because arthritis isn't... It's it's like a chronic thing, right? Like it it's... You don't get rid of it.
1: Yeah, arthritis is where like the the soft cushiony stuff between your bones Yeah, yeah. Arcu- away.
0: Acupuncture is not going to put some more of that cushion back...
1: <laughs> Apparently to them after some needles just in random parts of your body your 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 cartilage comes back in your bone joints.
0: Yeah, I'm not
1: I'm not. I'm but not, how okay, how about maybe this will convince you. Lulu, an 11-year-old doberman pinscher, it's okay. a regular. So, she has a uh, wobbler syndrome, which is a neurological issue that her breed gets often and it causes compression of the spinal cord. So, uh, Her her spinal cord is like compressed. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, honestly, just going with those zero gravity chairs. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, the the ones that flip you upside down. Yeah. Okay. You just
1: flip upside down and you stretch your back a little bit. That'd be cheaper. You could get one of those for 115 for sure.
0: For a pet. Yeah. I think you could just build one at that point. Yes, yeah,
1: so You could just hold
0: them by the legs upside yeah, yeah, down. You could hold them by <laughs> the, and the legs. It's the same thing.
1: Down. Just shake them a little bit. But, um, her, the, wait. Oh my god. It said the name of Lou's owner? I thought it's a Trippy Red. It's Trip Reed. <laughs> this, <laughs> that's the name of the owner. Brings her in once a week for a spa day. So, for $179, um, I'm um, guessing per week, she gets a workout at the underwater treadmill, a nap, a walk, and electroacupuncture. So this just paying 179 a week for an underwater treadmill, which is stupid. Just put him on the treadmill more, a nap, let him sleep at home, a walk. Again, you have a treadmill. But then the bad part is electroacupuncture.
0: To be born into that dog's life. You know what I mean? Dude, like imagine I'd, if we were the ones who got lucky enough to be born as a dog.
1: Lucky? I'd be pissed. If I came back <laughs> as a dog, I'd want to be a dog that gets to lay and rest. This dog has to work out underwater. The, the nap sounds nice. Oh,
0: yes. So sad. Spa day. I hate it. You have to run underwater and then get... You don't have to. You get to. That that dog is doing two of the dog's favorite things. Swimming and walking. And
1: getting poked by electric
0: needles. Okay, yeah. That's... <laughs> I, mean. I
1: I don't want that. I want to be one of those fat dogs that has like a a dog couch for himself
0: okay yeah
1: and like i just eat and sleep all
0: day i i don't know man i feel like a life of luxury for a dog is underwater treadmill getting zapped and acupuncture
1: that may be your dream but it truly really is not my dream. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, other than the fact that you can get house calls. So you can get some house calls from acupuncture for your dog if you want. And uh, we're just going to end up end with a quote by Baron saying, acupuncture doesn't help everyone. Uh, and this dude, it's, it's coming from a dude that treats 20 animals a week. But then he says, but the ones it helps... Boy, does it help. It's not very reassuring to me. (laughs) Like,
0: look, I I feel like I'm going to get critics for this, but my problem with any of this medicine's mumbo jumbo, I'll keep referring to it as mumbo jumbo trash, is when it is one thing that can cure several different ailments or whatever your problem is, it can cure it. That's when I have a problem because I'm like, no that's dude do you remember those bracelets that they would sell at like
1: it's always at gas stations yeah
0: it improved your sport balance it
1: improved your
0: balance and your we hand eye those. coordination
1: those were i remember the ads for those like people just stand there in like a t pose with these bracelets on yeah at a and, mall shopping center yeah or and, and someone just pushes down on their arm and like their arm doesn't go down or something
0: like no, no. Whoa, whoa dude Whoa,
1: <laughs> dude! I totally didn't fall. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, that's our next business. After we fire cut people, we give complimentary balanced bracelets for pets.
0: For pets, yeah. For pets, it can be a, a collar. Oh yeah. That's got some kind of metal strip, and it's wrapped in silicone.
1: Again, that's patented as well. Uh, soon to be, so. That's yeah, yeah, hands off. All right, so. That's, that's all I have for my Limp article.
0: I gotta say, I'm pretty disappointed in your article. Um,
1: you don't know, you know, like pet, pet pokes?
0: Pet pokes? Yeah, I mean, it's good. But, but to be honest, I thought the obvious one... I'm a little disappointed because I thought for sure one of us was going to do Limp Biscuit. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. Cause
1: Dude, <laughs> if you type in Limp, all like... What, nine or 12 of them are limp biscuit? I I forgot about that.
0: That's why I was like, I'm not going to do it because I'm positive Johnny's going to do limp biscuit.
1: I had, like, it felt like Google knew we were doing this and they were like, please talk about limp biscuit. (laughs) There's so, it was almost every single suggestion was limp biscuit.
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, it's not like a super disappointment because. I don't think I've listened to a single Limp Biscuit song.
1: I'll be honest with you. I was going to pretend like I knew who that was. So. Okay. <laughs> I, know, it, I you? know it's a but rock band, is.
0: right? I, I'm pretty sure it's like a hardcore rap. Not rap. Rap. Rock. Hardcore rock. I feel like that's something like... Uh, like heavy metal like, rock or
1: something. Like suburban dads would say like, Oh yeah, back in my bad boy days, I listened to Limp Biscuit. Right, How old I Limp mean, biscuit? I don't know.
0: I feel like they're still making music. I feel like it's only the early two thousands, buddy.
1: We'll figure it out. We'll we'll, we'll listen to Limp Biscuit, and that's gonna be our next episode. A no, review I, of now we gotta wait till
0: Biscuit comes up, and the word generator to do <laughs> Limp Biscuit. But when it does, we'll be there, dude. It'll be full circle. That would be amazing. And then we'll both end up doing an episode on Limp Biscuit. It'll be two separate reports on Limp Biscuit.
1: Hey, Limp Biscuit here. Uh, it's gonna be interviewed by us.
0: And they brought Friday their dog. Um, but how I got to mine was uh pretty interesting. Uh,
1: Wait, hold up. Tell me the article. Then I'm a like, guess.
0: Okay. Well, first of all, I didn't do an article. I wrote a report because articles are for posers. Dude,
1: you were telling me about this and saying like you wrote four pages, like you wrote a whole essay.
0: I okay. To be fair, it's because I was just reading the Wikipedia article. I'm like, this is really interesting. This is really interesting. And then, as soon as I got to the four-page mark, I'm like, okay, but I haven't even started talking about the thing. (laughs) I
1: I hope you also did uh, pet acupuncture. It's like, wow, this is really interesting. And you actually really want to give your dog pet acupuncture. Uh,
0: No. um, The thing I did was Long Island Motor Parkway.
1: Long Island Motor Parkway.
0: So, like. It's an acronym. (laughs) L-I-M-P.
1: Wow, okay. <laughs> it was an acronym. Yeah, so uh
0: I don't know why I decided. uh Let me do acronyms, and the first one that came up was Long Island Motor Parkway. Now I don't know how many other words we're gonna do that I can get away with an acronym. Is that for like it. a
1: trailer park? Like, was a motor parkway?
0: It's a, it's a. a well, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. But um, how about we just jump into report before you okay. start probing me? Limp feels more like an interrogation. uh Yeah, so, this beautiful and glorious road deserves to have its story shared. Uh, Before I jump in, do you have any idea what the Long Island Motor Parkway is?
1: I can't say I do. I can't say I've ever visited, seen it, looked at it, heard of it.
0: And that's what's so disappointing about it, because, I mean, it's, it's a lot of the first, you know? Its roots are very deep in racing history. And not Ooh, I thought it. you
1: going to say deep in racism. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I mean, let's see. Not, no, 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 not. Well, who, who's to say? We'll see. I didn't come across any racism in my reports. Okay, that's but, good. Uh, Wikipedia that's might be biased. Uh, like all great stories, the story begins with a rich man with too much money that he knows what to do with. Okay. Um, so this is. We'll start with the guy who built this road. His name is William Kissam Vanderbilt II. Kissam, Kissam, like Kissam. Kiss A M, not like oh, Kiss
1: Kissam E M. Kiss so Kissam. Okay, continue. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, he was quite the loaded pl- uh, playboy, uh, but it's not because he was a hard worker or anything. Uh, if you can't guess, it's because he's part of the Vanderbilt family. Cornel- you know who cornelius vanderbilt is
1: well, I, I don't know who that is should i uh
0: he well cornelius yes you will know when i explain uh he was born into one of the wealthiest families in american history the family of cornelius vanderbilt the railroad baron yep yes mm-hmm. yeah you're right so you got I, rockefeller oil uh, Yep. i vanderbilt definitely steel.
1: remember uh railroad baron
0: in civics class but like shout out to uh Southside. Yeah, Southside. Miss Out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the only thing I remember for that class, but I mean, I'm studying political science now, so maybe it had a bigger impact oh, than no, I thought.
1: Oh, that's true. You need to know more about <laughs> our boy uh, Vanderbilt, Re- Cornelius.
0: Cornelius Vanderbilt. Well, William Kissum is actually the great, great grandson, I believe. I believe it's two greats. Grandson of this guy. So he's got that. That money line is right there. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Uh, so he was born on October 26, 1878. Ten days before me. Or after me. Nice. But also a couple years before me. A couple months. Yeah. Uh, in New York City to...
1: Oh, <laughs> oh no, it's going to be a bad it, I'm telling
0: you, dude. The 1800s, was, it was just a bad time for names. Alva... <laughs> Erskine Smith, <laughs> S. Erskine, Erskine Smith. It doesn't matter. She's a Al- Alvin story. Smith. Yeah, and you want to guess the the father's name? Ah, uh, Henry. Well, considering that his name is William Kissam Vanderbilt II, his father would be <laughs> William <laughs> Kisson Vanderbilt I. I didn't hear
1: the second part. I
0: planted that to make sure that uh, you listening. were listening to my story. Oh man, uh, So his parents would nickname him Willie. So, in honor of them and to pay my respects, I'll refer to him as Willie as oh well. Oh
1: my god. Who who called their kid Willie? What a Willie. That kid got bullied in elementary school that so badly. That kid was
0: badly. rich. I don't think he ever got bullied. Oh no.
1: It. Oh no, he's getting bullied. His name's Willie? Like your penis. It's Willie? a sign
0: of the times, Johnny, okay? It's the it's it's the early 1900s. It's the turn of the century. He right. probably
1: just like, threw some, a lot of cash at him every time he got bullied. So
0: well, yeah, like, I would too. I feel like today we're just talking about people who have way too much money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So either you stop bullies with your money or uh,
0: you it You pay for, yeah, acupuncture. Uh, so Willie grew up in... So this was an actual term that I can click on in Wikipedia and it opened more links. He grew up in Vanderbilt mansions, which is an actual term that historians use because the family is so stacked... That they own a lot of mansions. Uh, Willie's father specifically owned three.
1: Oh my god.
0: Can you imagine such a childhood?
1: People can't own one mansion. People can't own one house. This dude's got three mansions?
0: Yeah, but wealthiest family in the world. Uh, Do they have underwater treadmills, though? They do not. (laughs) But it's cool that you include water, because my next sentence. Willie's hobbies included travels to Europe and sailing around the world on his daddy's yachts.
1: Did it say daddy's yachts?
0: I might have paraphrased there. (laughs) I might have said his father's yachts.
1: All right, so he got bullied so hard that he's
0: running away on a yacht. Right? He ain't running, Johnny. He's living. He's living. He's living living his life. Uh, He went to the prestigious all-boys school, St. Mark's School. Uh, I do remember seeing that it was an all-boys school, but it eventually turned to a boy and girl school but it, it's still a school it, it's so it's old like old from school. the 1800s and people still go to this school. it's an old school it's an old it's the real it's old, old it's old school it's og uh he also went to harvard university for two years before dropping out it was a simpler time where wealthy parents could pay for their kids to go to elite schools
1: oh man
0: uh That's that definitely up. just dated the episode
1: That dude got to Harvard, though. Kind of. No,
0: his parents definitely paid for him to get into that school. It's bad
1: donations, probably. I don't Uh, get it. Why would you pay for your kid to go to a school like that? Because you're just going to struggle when you're there. Like, it's prestigious, and I'm assuming, because it's prestigious, it's going to be hard once you get in.
0: If you can pay to get in, you can pay
1: to pass. Dude, this is just sliding thousands to his teachers. Like, give me an A. Give me A on that 10 point quiz, please.
0: Well, it apparently wasn't working out for Willie because, again, he dropped out. That's true. However, Willie's true passion was not boats or trains or schools. His passion was for the cars.
1: Ah, motor park.
0: Limp. Yeah, limp. He was an avid racing enthusiast. Uh, enthusiast. Uh, he had several fan- uh, fascinations for racing. He had such a fat fascination for racing that in 1904, he created the Vanderbilt Cup. You can guess what it's named after?
1: Um, His family.
0: Yes, his family. <laughs> his favorite <laughs> cup. Either his family or him, but yes. Uh, it is considered the first major road racing competition ever. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, it was definitely the first one in America. I know in France they had the uh, Le Mans going on, Le Mans. You know, Lay- a 24 hour race layman. terms. Um it was not a track race but instead a fast and furious style street race where it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile winning is winning
1: dude this dude is just the average group of like high school students you know those high school students that all have like Honda Civics like they lower it and they just like go drive down a street They uh like street race, I guess. That's just what this guy was.
0: Yeah, I mean he had more money than
1: them. You don't know that you think you don't think he had a Civic too.
0: No, um, you know, I know that it said what kind of car he drove, but that's when I was doing a lot of reporting on this guy Willie, and not so much on the oh right, right, you forgot about the limp part. That part was all cut out. But um, yeah. The first uh, street race. It's pretty cool. But it's not all that cool. Uh, So you didn't catch it, but where it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning is winning. That's a quote from the Fast and Furious movies.
1: Let me be honest with you. I don't watch movies, and you know this. Yeah. Even if I watch movies, I couldn't remember that. I have a terrible memory, too.
0: It's It's one of my favorite franchises, and I would just figure that you would pretend to care a little bit more.
1: Yeah, no. Nah, nah.
0: <laughs> winning is winning, but killing is also killing.
1: Oh my god, wait. What does this mean? You're trying uh, to kill someone?
0: The race uh, caused several spectators to be killed, and others were injured.
1: Oh, man.
0: Because, I mean, like, everybody wanted to go see if American cars could win these races. And they got so excited, it drew huge crowds. And then these cars are just racing down the streets, and they... They ain't stopping.
1: Dude, Willie's over here killing people. Now, nah, now, nah, okay. Because he likes cars.
0: Willie didn't kill nobody.
1: Okay, so Willie's, Willie's good. race killed people. Gotcha. Gotcha. So Willie's cool with his boys, Jimmy
0: and Richard. Richard, yeah. Jimmy and Richard. Uh, Willie didn't think that speed was the problem, but rather the roads. Because speed is never the problem. Uh, so what what a million did do- so what would a millionaire who wanted to race but didn't have a road to race do
1: that boy's building a road obviously. that boy is
0: building a road limp and not just any road willie built a graded banked and grade separated highway suitable for racing that was also free of horse manure dust often churned up by motor cars what oh, does that mean Oh,
1: so they're, they're racing on dirt roads
0: yeah, well, most roads at the time were dirt roads. Ugh, broke boys. And they were dirt roads that were used by cars and horses alike.
1: Broke boys. We got concrete now. We rich.
0: Okay, yeah. We got that money. But, I mean, banked and grade uh, separated highways suitable for racing. Uh, banked would mean, like, there's a shoulder. Gotcha. Um, Not a shoulder of people that they can run into. Well, I, people probably... Yeah, they'll probably get ran over. Um, But that's a little taste of what's to come. Uh, This was quite the trendsetter uh, because it was also the first limited access roadway.
1: Limited access roadway? What does that mean?
0: So only certain cars at certain times of the day can get on it.
1: Gotcha. So limited access
0: to the roadway. I'm just using the context, please, because I didn't (laughs) research what it meant. But, I mean, it was a big deal on the Wikipedia article. It was like... Damn, these we really... got first it's like, limited access road like,
1: dang limited
0: access it's crazy so we'll start talking about LIMP uh, also still broke boys we got full access roadways here <laughs> well I mean the uh, what's it called the commuter lane is limited access that's true.
1: that's true no one gets excited about it that's not true people get excited about that
0: yeah okay well I mean we don't even have any here. Yeah, we don't. Uh, the road stretched for 45 miles instead of the planned 70 miles and cost $6 million to build. Dude, that's a lot of money back in the day. That's a lot of money now, dude. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. I can take that now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I co- people always say like a million dollars isn't what it used to be.
1: A thousand dollars
0: to me is more than enough.
1: I don't see a thousand bucks right now. Would be kind of, kind of really nice. So uh, we're gonna take donations. Uh, yeah, any
0: millionaires out there who,
1: any Vanderbilt who want to
0: prove to me that a million dollars won't get me as far. Any, I'm more than willing to take the challenge. Any
1: broke boy Vanderbilt uh, that wants to prove me wrong and prove to me that he's not broke. We are send up me to the challenge. Mail. Send me a mail.
0: Prove it. Uh, I lost my spot. Give me a second.
1: Oh, man. We're going to cut
0: this out. Okay. No, it's because I set my phone down and it just... ...scrolled down. Uh, So, the road would host three Vanderbilt Cups in 1908, 1909, and 1910. However, two mechanics would be killed in 1910. Damn. Uh, At once? Do we know? Yeah, I guess. I mean... What we do know is that three things were killed that year, Johnny. The mechanics... The vibe and road racing by the United, uh, the New York legislature. <laughs> oh, no, they would eventually ban road racing and uh, restrict it to uh, closed tracks. Uh, which is so. what we have now. So we can blame Vanderbilt for the reason that it's illegal to street race.
1: Ah, I get it now. So that's what they meant by limited access roads. So it's like kind of public, but kind of not public because they would close it to race.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't there.
1: That was all right.
0: You're just going to have to ask him when you see him.
1: Ask my boy Vanderbilt.
0: Willie. Willie. boy Willie. So, yeah, it was eventually closed down. However, the road continued to be used and expanded despite its short-lived racing career. The Long Island Motor Parkway was the first roadway designed exclusively for automobile use, the first concrete highway in the United States, and the first to use overpasses and bridges to eliminate intersections wow that's what i'm saying like it was crazy to me when i started reading all these first things i'm like nobody knows about this i, I guarantee you the car community does not know about this
1: so those dudes in high school with honda civics didn't know about willie vanderbilt
0: yeah the second Listen. look if you're in high school and you know those kids walk up to them and be like you driving your honda civic but do you even know willie vanderbilt constructing the Long Island Motor Parkway in the 1900s. It's
1: like, bro, you're such a poser with your Civic. What you know about Lamp and my boy, Willie Vanderbilt? Willie Vanderbilt all that stuff with all his money, and he's, like, changed the world. You ever
0: seen? It's the bumper stickers that they stick on their cars that says, uh, built, not bought. We should make some bumper stickers that say Vanderbilt, not bought. No, Vanderbilt bought.
1: That's true, cause he had that money. Yeah, never he mind. Money. But this dude's like, the the original Civic boy. He was a he was
0: the Civic kid in high school. What what are they called? It was the original Ricer. Ricer called Ricers, but wow. it, apparently he was super into uh, American Muscle. So like the whole reason he started these races was because he loved watching the uh, Euro racing, and he's like, well, if I build a race here. And there's a large cash prize because there was a large cash prize. Maybe that'll inspire American uh, car manufacturers to get into performance vehicles. I don't know if it ever worked. Actually, I think, I think for the first couple of years, a European guy won the race.
1: I, you know what? Not. I'm thinking like this was a long time. ago. This is like you said the 1910s.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What kind of cars did they have? Like the the T-Mobile
0: Fords. The Model T. Model T, for it? Well, I mean, Model T... It's crazy when people talk about the Model T as the first car, but it's not. It's the first oh. mass-produced yeah. vehicle.
1: Uh, on the production line. On
0: the production line, conveyor system. Yeah, I yeah. knew that. Everyone I knew that. that. But, I mean, in reality, cars have been all around.
1: So, like, what did, but what did not these cars look like. Like? like? Did they look probably like... like a Model T, yeah. Dang. But, uh... Not as cool as a
0: Civic. I mean, they probably, they probably. No, yeah, they probably did look cooler than Civics. I oh, don't know.
1: Have you seen those lowered two thousand and one? You're Honda right, dude. Civics?
0: When I see a Civic, just you had a Civic. You were a Civic no, boy. No, okay, I you were you're a Civic boy. Me. No, I forgot. I drove a Honda Accord, nineteen ninety five. This shoe. That's true. It was different.
1: That's true. It was not a Civic. It was
0: close, though. I mean, I I blended in with them. It sounded like one of those Civics. Because, I mean, okay, that wasn't my fault either. There was a hole in the muffler. We bought it secondhand, like all Honda Civics are. Secondhand. (laughs) I
1: think they're made off
0: the line secondhand. (laughs) But, I mean, I feel bad for my kid. Because he's driving a 1995 Honda Civic. <laughs> Everyone's going to be in Teslas and he's going to have a 1995 Honda Civic. This is
1: going to be like so poor that like he has to drive his own car.
0: Like his car can't drive itself. He's going to be in a Honda Civic. Well, I mean, it was like the most fun I ever had in a car. Because I had to floor it just to go anywhere. <laughs> I forgot about that car. I remember how you were so into
1: Batman.
0: Okay. That you painted right.
1: Batman symbol on the hood of that
0: car. Not only did I paint a Batman symbol on a Johnny, it it was black hood. The car was yellow. The rims were black, and there was a big Batman logo on it. Yeah. Wow. But then, I looked like an idiot, so we painted it all black. And I, like, <laughs> kept it like that so, for a while. Like you were, you were. Flexing with your
1: Batmobile, <laughs> your 95 Honda Accord, yeah,
0: and then my second car, which was the 2003 Honda Accord upgrade for sure, upgrade definitely an upgrade. And I just kept that one looking normal, I didn't do anything stupid to it. Put I put a pen on it, and... you put a pen on it, yeah, yeah, but that was just like a sticker, it wasn't that's true. You didn't, <laughs>
1: you didn't. paint the whole hood and color scheme the whole car. All man. right, we'll be moving on wow. now. Good memories.
0: Remember that note? Uh I didn't know this podcast it was just you going to be <laughs> just a, rich old, is a roast, <laughs> bringing up old tragic events in my life. <laughs> um. Sadly, by the 1920s, advancements made uh, made the road. Wait. Oh, it's crazy that I wrote this. And I can't read my own <laughs> writing. It's funny because you typed it. So it's not even like it's not legible. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways. Sadly, by the 1920s, advancements made in road building would leave the road basically obsolete. So it had like a lot of bends and turns and hills that like by the 1920s, people are like, that's that's not how you build a road. You
1: just described a Louisiana road. like. I, then...
0: To be fair, they're not even roads here.
1: So like... What they just use like extra good dirt. What, like you know how they had like dirt roads and stuff? Like, was this really no no just no like-, like
0: by the nineteen twenties roads had transitioned to the concrete like like the- they were similar to those roads, but yeah. now they had like no a road has to be this wide. Gotcha. It's become more regulated, gotcha. and it just didn't meet meet those standards. Uh, so the northern state parkways construction. In the late nineteen twenties, and its completion in nineteen thirty-three signaled the end of an era for limp. So,
1: Dude, RIP limp.
0: I know it was pretty short-lived. RIP limp. I mean, considering it cost six million dollars, and then in twenty years, or not even twenty years, it's basically Dude, obsolete.
1: Imagine spending six mil on the road Dude, that ends up being trash.
0: Imagine spending one grand on a phone, and then the new one getting released in a year. Bro. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Uh so in nineteen twenty nine some people wanted uh some people wanted the New York government to buy LIMP and incorporate it into the Northern State Parkway. But Robert Moses, which is like if you know anything about, you know, uh, civil engineering, you know who Robert Moses yeah, is. Yeah, I don't. Okay, well, that's fine because it's not for you. <laughs> uh, he was basically this big builder in New York. He he built a lot of the stuff. I have some. I have a fun fact on him later. Uh, so he argued that the Long Island Motor Parkway had been a white elephant for the last twenty years, and that it would need significant reconstruction. It simply no longer matched the necessary requirements. Now that was a direct quote. A white elephant for the last twenty years. What does that even mean? You ever play the game White Elephant?
1: It's a very fun game.
0: Okay. Explain to me the game White Elephant.
1: So the game White Elephant is where a bunch of people get presents. Usually, what kind of presents? I don't know. So so like, there's White Elephant and there's Dirty Santa. Apparently, this is what I've been told, that Dirty Santa is where you buy gag gifts. Mm-hmm. White Elephant, apparently you buy nice gifts. No one told me this at the last Christmas party at my work. Everyone bought, like, regular gifts, like blankets, candles. I brought in uh, one of those bags. What do you you call it? the fanny fanny pack. pack. I bought a fanny pack, but on the outside, the pattern was, like, a hairy belly. Okay, I've seen it, yeah. I was the only one that brought a gag gift out of, like, 15 people.
0: But was it the best gift there? It was,
1: yeah. I was going to say, because I
0: would not want a candle if there was a fanny pack. There
1: were some nice blankets. But, well, uh, anyway, yeah. Continue.
0: The origin of white elephant is that it's a phrase for like an item that is like pointless. Like, what am I gonna do with this? Oh, like, it serves know that. no purpose. Did you know that? So, no, I, I looked it up. <laughs> yeah. What? But you couldn't okay. tell that because I knew I described yeah, it. You so know well. your stuff. But I mean, that's where the origin of the game. Because when I read that, I was like, oh, "Well, that makes sense of the game white elephant." Yeah. Because you're getting a gift that you're like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" It serves no point. So. That's probably the biggest roast of 1929.
1: Dude, it feels like... Sorry, I'm just thinking about the definition of white elephant. I feel like there was a missing piece in my life, and you just gave it to me.
0: Well, if you take anything away from my report on the Long Island Motor Parkway, the first of everything, at least you can know what...
1: Oh, I'm going to remember uh, I am going to remember Willie Vanderbilt Limp. Yeah. I'm going to forget what Limp stands for, but I will remember what white elephant means. A gift that no one cares about. A
0: gift that no one cares about.
1: Wow.
0: Well, the term white elephant is also like a thing that no one cares about. Yeah, I don't know. So, if anyone ever refers to you as a white elephant, it doesn't mean you're rare and beautiful. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, The road would be segmented into different segments and then donated to the counties that those segments are in. Uh Um. It still exists today, but it's mostly just a historical site and it's been converted into bike trails. So you can still go visit it. But uh, back then, uh, the roads were just so narrow that the only thing they can really go on it right now are bikes.
1: Dude, if Willie Vanderbilt II mm-hmm. saw this, he'd probably be so upset. Like, he was having a time of his life racing these cars and now there's, like, these bikes on it. That's... They probably went the same speed. Yeah, you're right. Probably the same size <laughs> um,
0: and everything. Well, he wouldn't be too uh, disappointed because it celebrated 100 years in 2008. Uh, long live limp. Uh, I think that the they actually had some kind of memorial service for. Not mo- <laughs> memorial service sounds like it died, but uh, they had some kind of. Uh, I don't know recognition for it. Yeah, they they praised the limp. Praise the Limp, yeah. Praise the Limp, everyone. Praise the Limp. Um, so, I mean, I got some fun facts because, again, I had to cut a lot of this paper up. But that means I have some fun facts.
1: Give me some facts.
0: Uh, so, it's mostly about Willie and I got one on Robert Moses. It's three fun facts. You you let me know how fun they are. Okay. One to ten. No, we should do something like Six Flags, Disneyland, Disney World.
1: Um, It's subjective because... Six Flags is awesome.
0: Okay, well, when I take my I dog... Six Flags. When I take my dog to my parents' house, I tell him, you need to stop acting like this is Disney World. This <laughs> is Six Flags, alright? Tone it down. This is not the happiest Dude, place on I Earth. I love Six Flags.
1: You never saw the commercial of the old man?
0: Johnny, I've been to Six Flags, but not Disney World. I'm sorry. So, I have nothing to compare it to, but Disney World will always remain in my mind as the peak of fun on Earth. I have a Disney debit card that you go borrow. Would it bring me the same joy? No.
1: Nah, so, you can buy you some Mickey stuff. I've only been once. Uh, I just got the card because it free perks. But uh, you can borrow some time when you go there. Or we can go no, no, six flags
0: together. The thing is, I don't want to go. I want it to remain. And it's it's like never meet your heroes. It's that. Dude, you're going to go
1: and you're going to like see Mickey take his head off. And then <laughs> you're just going to just the
0: magic's gonna be gone
1: it's gonna be gone
0: and I, I just I'm not ready for that um so yeah we'll get to the fun facts <laughs> you can rate them however you want uh so this is about Willie as one might expect Willie's dad got him a job at the Vanderbilt New York Central Railroad offices in Grand Central Terminal in Manhattan uh so it's one of those is it nepotism yeah nepotism Yeah. his favoritism towards his son Uh, so, he ended up building a townhouse in Manhattan next to all the other Vanderbilt's on 5th Street. Damn, this just definitely got money. Can you guess what his house number was? His house address number. Um, 1910. 666. Which I feel is pretty fitting, because, I mean, he killed four people (laughs) indirectly through his races.
1: Hey, that man was just having fun.
0: Yeah. Here for a good time. Hey, Hail Satan! Not a long time. praise the <laughs> Uh So Willie also lived uh, during World War One. So Willie signed up for the Navy in 19, in May of nineteen seventeen, and he got promoted to the post of lieutenant in command of the USS Tarantula. Tarant
1: Tarant tra- Tarantula?
0: Yeah, the, Tarantula. The sp- yeah, the spider. What? But I mean, that sounds pretty pretty good, right? He yeah, made it he's, up. he sounds like a decent person. Well. fun fact fun fact uh it's not that great of accomplishment because he did own the boat and he leased it to the navy no way. also his job was really just driving around new jersey and new york in the waters what so they just he just patrolled the waters
1: oh my god his peers must have hated him like oh my god he sounds like the worst guy he just sounds like uh like an owner of a of a big company that would like bring their child to work but then this child would
0: be able to like boss everyone around yeah I I don't have it here but it says May 1917 I think he was released in October I don't know if it's the same year or October 18th mm-hmm. they let him they released him and it wasn't dishonorable discharge it was like honorable or he was given leave are you good so he can go back to work and run his company yeah so he was and he got promoted in that company to like the CEO of it. So he was making all that money while everyone was fighting World War 1 overseas. And then on his, his boat. And then his dad died. Now his boat stayed in New Jersey, New York. Oh, it was just
1: his boat. Yeah, it was just he just drove it around. Once in a while he just let the navy chill on it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um and then his dad died and then he got all that inheritance. And he built another road. No, but no, I I don't think so. Limp part two. Uh, so now I'll talk about Robert Moses, which was the guy who constructed the Northern, Northern state parkway. Yes. So, uh, there's just some interesting things that Wikipedia said about him. Uh, so he was this public official who is credited with building a lot of things. Uh, Robert Moses, Robert Moses's decisions favoring highways over public transit helped create the modern suburbs of long island and influenced a generation of engineers architects and urban planners who spread his philosophies across the nation despite his not having trained in those professions
1: so so is just this random dude that people are looking up to now
0: well okay i'm glad you said that because he would all often call himself a coordinator so he didn't think too highly of himself oh okay but people in the media would also refer uh, refer to him as a master builder so oh, I don't think he was building up his ego I think people were gosh, building up his dang,
1: ego so Moses was humble and accomplished
0: I think he would have been more interesting report than Willie,
1: oh, man. Willie man, Willie's cool he made limp he got a yacht Uh, he got
0: a boat which is what a yacht is
1: so this is just he just realized boats and cars
0: yeah, I I know, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just jealous. It's just envy.
1: I feel like we're just talking about some some random dude that's just really into boats and cars. Aren't we all? Into boats and cars. Wow. Aren't we all? That's Aren't we all one. just
0: chasing waterfalls?
1: that's a, that's a good article, on
0: It wasn't an article, Johnny. I wrote that. Oh. Wait, you saying you made that up then? <laughs> But uh yeah, no. Uh I mean that's the end of my report, but it's definitely a cool story that I'll carry with me for at least the next month.
1: I'll always remember limp. I'll never remember what it stands for.
0: So just in review, we talked about dogs getting poked with needles. Um, yes. Um the life of luxury of a dog.
1: Yes. And being being cured after getting stabbed by needles. But not necessarily proven. But when it happens, it happens.
0: Okay. And we talked about... (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Uh, We talked about uh, Willy. Uh, Yeah. yeah, We talked about limp. And your Honda Honda Accord. Well, we don't have to remember that one. (laughs) Because, I mean, it's, it's irrelevant to what we learned today. Well,
1: those were all good times. Dogs. Oh, yeah. I mean... Willie, and your honda accord
0: it definitely checked off my big three um which are dogs cars and your car no um, boats willies yeah boats <laughs> willies and boats
1: okay so uh we didn't really talk about how to end this thing uh, so um
0: here i got it i'm gonna ad lib it alright here, all we, right, go. Yeah, yeah, here yeah. we go are you you want to do a rap? Give me a beat. Oh. Word? No, like give me a beat. I'm I'm say like. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. Everybody say goodbye to us. Bye.